the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. It is a great day. I'm really excited because I feel like God is giving me some tips and some tools to get better rest. And today I have Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith with us. If you missed the two previous episodes, you have got to go back. Yesterday we talked about physical rest. We talked about uh, mental rest. And we're going to unpack a few more of those today. But welcome to the show. Medical doctor for over 20 years, Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. We are so glad that you are with us today. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's really a joy, and we want to unpack. There's several other types of rest. We we might all just think of it as one. I'm either rested or I'm not. But you have seven types of rest, and so uh, on the previous show we talked about uh, mental rest, we talked about physical rest, but in sleep, which was so important. But today, what are the the new the other types of rest that we need to talk about? Well, one of them is spiritual rest, and I feel for many people, spiritual rest is something they assume that they're getting when they're doing their devotions or their Bible reading, which is all necessary and all good. Mm-hmm. But I really define spiritual rest as the rest experience when you are focusing more on the relationship than religious activities. Mm. So it's it's more going deeper into intimacy with our, our relationship with God and not so much the activities of learning about your faith or staying highly engaged within your faith. I know for myself, because I, I, I do a lot of speaking, I do a lot of teaching, and so within my church, within other churches that I'm invited to, and so I can, I, as a student of the Word of God, I can sometimes start treating the Bible like a textbook and not a love letter. And so I, I, I'm reading it, and I'm reading it for, you know, God gives me a revelation of what I should be sharing with this particular body that you're, you've opened a door for me to sit before and to stand before. And I can spend hours doing that a week and still not experience any spiritual rest because I've, I've come at it as a student and not as a daughter and, and not as one who wants to just be with him and just to be in his presence. And just to understand that as I'm reading the word, that there are things that are not on that page that he wants to speak in my heart, that if I don't pause mm-hmm. for a moment and give him room for that, he, he, Holy Spirit's too much of a gentleman to push in <laughs> to mm-hmm. my work station. And so there will be this, this gap in the spiritual rest aspect of it. So I have to be very mindful of that and make sure that, I don't grow away from the, the intimacy of relationship with God as I'm learning the, the kind of intellectual aspect of what the Word of God says. 
Oh, you're really warming my heart because one of our taglines is to to take God off the to-do list and to simply be, just to simply be with him. And uh, as a to-do list girl, I have to remind myself of that every day just to in, stop and smell the roses, right? Stop and enjoy the Lord in the middle of all that we're doing and all that we're learning even as we study our Bible. I love that. That's so important. Uh, he's personal, isn't he? He wants to just interact with us in such a precious way. So I, I love that spiritual rest. What are What are the other types of rest that we need to really hold on to? Well, one of the other ones is deal specifically with our senses and how we engage with our environment. So sensory rest looks at how the lights, sounds, smells, all the senses mm. are used throughout your day and the effect that they have on you. Many of us are experience sensory overload type symptoms without really being aware of them. So we may be in an environment where you have maybe phones ringing in the background or maybe you're sitting by the elevator and you're hearing the dinging of that all day long mm. or maybe you're working from home and you just hear your kids kind of <laughs> laughing or playing or you know doing whatever kids do and we to- we kind of tone out tune out that those sounds and so we're able to keep functioning as if those sounds aren't really affecting us but subconsciously our body is still processing that information to even tune it out you, you still have to process the senses to tune out the information so that it's not bothering you. And what sometimes we don't understand is that that consistent sensory input can, can cause us to respond and change in how we respond to things up with our personality. So sometimes what I equate it to is if you've ever had a two-year-old where you took them to a birthday party yeah. and they start off and they're, they're fantastic at the birthday party, but like two hours in, they're screaming their head off mm-hmm. and, you know, nobody took the toy from them or told them to share or took the cake away. They have just become sensory overloaded mm-hmm. and, and their response is irritation, agitation, rage, or anger. They throw a tantrum. Well, we grow up. We don't throw tantrums. We just get really mean-spirited with the person at the drive-thru who forgot <laughs> to put an extra shot of, you know, whatever it is in our latte. Or uh-huh. we come home from work and our spouse says something and we snap their head off. You know, the kid asks, what's for dinner? And you take their head off and they're not trying to, you know, be confrontational. They're just hungry. You know? <laughs> but, mm. but we, because we're sensory overloaded already, any other avenue that adds into that, sets us off. And so you have to be aware of what are your sensory inputs in your day doing to you? Oh, that's so good. And we just need, I guess we just need time without as many sights and sounds and, you know, all the phones, the constant dinging of the text and all of that. It's a, that's a challenge. How <laughs> We just have to work on that, I guess, and give ourselves just breaks, breaks from that. Sometimes I put my phone yeah. in a drawer. Like if I know it's in the drawer, I'm I'm not going to hear it or see it or even think about it. <laughs> For me, that works. But um, what about you know That's how does our point? Oh yeah, because once if I know it's there, even I'm still thinking about it. Um, how does our work? What effect does our work environment have on our rest? I mean, how how are we going to get away from all that? So one of the things that you mentioned is is just it's just that getting away from some of the notifications. I feel like most of us, our notifications on our devices are set way too high, um, specifically as it relates to social media. Yes. I have no issue with social media, so if you enjoy it, 
more power to you. But I do ask you this. Should your social media have the power to engage on your piece at its will? Mm. Because if you have your notifications set where every message, every DM is coming directly to you immediately, you've given too much power to social media. Because that means even when you're trying to downgrade, even when you're trying Mm -hmm. to break away or focus, it can push you stress and push you that notification whenever it feels like. So what I recommend is turning off the notifications on just about every app on your phone with the exceptions of the absolute must-haves. So mm, your text, good. your actual phone, you know, if there's something you use with your kids or family that's ongoing, you know, that you ne- must have, leave those on. But turn off everything else because it's not that you're taking the app off the phone. It's still there. It's still readily available to you at any moment that you need it. But you've taken back the power to engage with it when you choose to and not allowing it to determine when you're going to engage with it. Uh, You know, I've had to learn that I don't have to respond to every text immediately, too. That's just part of my part of my drivenness was, you know, answer, 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 answer. And I think you can even choose a time of day when you're going to sit down and look at everything. And other than your spouse or some of, you know, your kids, you want to be available. But boy, it's a challenge, isn't it? It is, and what you're describing is something we call time blocking. Mm-hmm. That can be really helpful for emails. So if you're someone who finds that engaging with emails is very stressful for you, as it is for me, my inbox honestly makes my heart rate goes go up. So <laughs> I, I tend to time block when I use my when I go on my emails because I want to be able to not spend all day in and out of something that makes me feel stressed. So I take an hour, an hour each day. I sit down and I do all of the email stuff, and I try to get my inbox as cleaned up as possible. And then I take another 20, 30, maybe 40 minutes, depending on what the day looks like. For you know, a few hours later, I'll go back in and I'll do some more. But in, but this keeps me from that going in and out of it every hour, which then keeps my stress level high the entire day because I'm having to keep dealing with it. To periods of time where I can do the work that that is more stressful to me, then do work that actually is let that feels better. That that doesn't make me feel feel the stress and anxiety so that I'm not spending long periods of time in that en- engagement. You know what? I'm gonna start that today. <laughs> that is powerful. So helpful. We have about one minute left. Is there are is there any, another one on the list that you can share with us in just one minute? Yeah, I would probably say creative rest. Creative mm-hmm. rest is the rest we experience when we allow ourselves to appreciate beauty, whether that's man-made beauty like art and music, or if it's natural beauty like flowers and trees and the ocean and the mountains oh. and all of that. And just understanding that if you're someone who uses creative energy, meaning you are someone who's problem-solving or having to think outside of the box, be innovative at work or at home, you're expending creative energy, which means that you need to find moments in your day to enjoy the beauty around you and experience that creative rest. Oh, you just gave me permission. We, we moved to, I call it the Forever Farm, and every night we've been just going out to watch the sunset, and I, it just does such good for my soul, and the dog runs around, and it, it only takes 15 minutes, but it, it is that creative rest. Wow, Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, what a gift to our show today. We're so thankful. Go to drdaltonsmith.com or ichoosemybestlife.com. How about take that, restquiz.com. 
Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. I hope that you'll join us again on the next episode because we're going to have a few more discussions about rest. I just can't get enough of it. This is awesome. Have a great day. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.